All right, all right, all right. This is Will Dick with the Art of Floundering podcast on today's special hump day. With me is Wes from Stream Surf with Wes and Jess, and we enjoy everyday TV. Um, we just went live, so we're going to give a couple minutes for people to get on. We'll start the day off with a little uh, music, Chiba Chiba cover. Here we go. When I get to a party and get it started, I grab the microphone and rock it go hard. Go behind the curtains while the fans they point. You know what Loke's doing? I'm blazing a joint. Cause it seems about the time I'm at my best after a mythical, a symbol of sense. I create multiplying, big time supplying, enough bud to keep the whole party high. I might get ill and run eight to one holder. Park my bands and coast jetted on my scooter. Fail to the coast at the tad of the skunk. Twist up the bottom of the serious dope. Smoke it down to the dub of my roach clip. So much damn resin, it starts to drip. It ain't harmer like heroin. It's awesome cheaper. That's why I'm glad, homeboy, huh, that I got a good cheaper. Cheaper, cheaper. Man, don't you hate when you ain't got no weed? Seems about the time you really you need to get high, get full, you know, get blasted when you're saying that high it really lasted. Rolling around, trying not to get stopped by the boys, the pig, the rollers, the cops. Pull into one spot, see they're all about. Suckers nodding their head, telling you they're all out. Going back to the crib, pick up the telephone. Tried everybody, so I guess you go home. But I'll be a cold go buy a dime, get a cash. And you know it's on time, and it really moves everything. Take a big bone hit, cause after the bud, my rhyme starts flowing. Never getting short, uh, they always knowin' I'm maxin', relaxin', but never taxin'. No need for you to keep on actin'. If it is a hit, if the shit is the shit, cause you know the funky rhymes, the shit is legit. Excuse me, while I call time, cause I'ma take a few hits in the middle of this rhyme. Jeeva! Got that Jeeva. Oh, Jeeva, Jeeva. Jeeva, Jeeva. Oh, got that Jeeva. Jeeva, Jeeva. Got that Jeeva. Jeeva, One day when I was cooling with my homeboy Seal, chill. Getting fucked up in my tooth to bill. Still, I wasn't too high to know what I was doing. Went to the store, got some more brewing. Came back to the crib and tried to be a winner. Roll up on the roach, it barely made a pin. I wasn't upset, got met in the house when I was saving it for later. When I get my because we're together, blazing the Chiba. She does things to me, if you can't believe her. I'm not talking freaky or nothing obscene, but it's not too well off, if you know what I mean. She take me upstairs, lay me to the bed, pull off. Morning, Wes. How you doing, man? Good morning. Good morning. All doing great. Time. How are you today? Good, good. This is uh, Will Dick with the Art of Flounder and Podcast. Quick shout out to Captain Morgan, only crazy lady, voice of Wes and Radio Parlesque. Um, <clears throat> this is Will Dick with the Art of Flounder and Podcast. Wes from Stream Surf with Wes and Jess, and we enjoy everyday TV. We'll get to the normal non-content part of the show. But something struck me. I, I, I'm going to kind of blindside you, Wes, and I'm sorry, but I just checked Twitter this morning. 
For those of you that are familiar with Pastor Greg Locke, he has been deplatformed um, off of Twitter. His account has been suspended. Um, for those of you that may not be familiar with Pastor Greg Locke, he's by his name, he's a pastor, and I believe he's out of North Carolina. I'll pull up a Wikipedia and read more about him. Um, he's outspoken. I'm trying to be politically correct. He's outspoken, says a lot of things. Um, I don't know exactly what the rationale with, with uh, what Twitter said, you know, but anyway, they, uh, they suspended his account. Now I'll say this. I didn't follow this guy, but I did his, I would go to his and read cause he's fucking insane. In my opinion, in my opinion, pastor Greg Locke is kind of a poopy pants, right? A little bit of a Mr. Poopy pants, Wes. Um, and, but you know, I don't know how I feel about this. I, I know there's fine lines and I know Twitter is a business and a business has a right, but there's a lot of power in these social media companies right now, you know? And I, you know, I don't know where I, I don't like censorship. Now I, that doesn't mean I approve of what is, you, you know what I mean? But you, you force people underground, it gets even stranger. You know, I mean, um, that's just, and I, in Twitter, I don't know, Wes, where do you fall on this? Like I said, I, I disagree. Okay. I don't, I'm going to get killed for this. I, I get, I get the reason why they've done what they've done, but you know, if somebody is doing behavior that is threatening or rises to this level, then create laws or something and, and, and don't, I, I, I don't think social media should be in the business of determining what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. I don't like that, you know, now granted in this instance, you know, it kind of falls within how I land in life. I was, I'm not a big fan of pastor Greg Locke, you know what I mean? But I don't want to see him deplatformed either. He look, his, his posts were fucked up in my opinion. Um, and and I and I know there's look I I can listen to the other side I'm not I'm not gonna this is not a hill I'm gonna die on it's just I'm processing all this and Wes where do you land on this I uh, it's tough it, it's tough. it is it is a tough one I had mentioned before the uh, the documentary that's on HBO about the the QAnon conspiracy at, which really shows. The, the dangers and the hate that exists on uh, on unregulated platforms like a 4chan, like an 8chan, some of those. And the 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 young man who actually created it, uh, just the guilt that he feels over this completely unregulated, uh, this unregulated uh, voice. No one no one is a. Uh, I, I, I do view it as though no one is stopping this person from saying whatever they want to say. He's not being imprisoned for saying whatever he wants to say. Right. His, he's, uh, he's, uh, uh, being his audience is being the, the audience that's kind of given to him. That's, that's out there that, uh, that has been earned by spewing hate, uh, that has been earned by spewing hate. And I've got a dozen people on my friends list. I have to admit that repost his fucking material. And, and this is a man 
I, I really hope this doesn't affect his pocketbook, which ultimately is why he does what he does. This is not someone who is, who is morally out there trying to get a message out. This is a man manipulating people, and, and this is a huckster. There should be laws. There should be laws. Uh, uh, and in our current climate, though, after the, after the insurrection of January 6th, after the, the dangers that we've seen and the emboldenment, I, I do have to side with the shut these fuckers down. Could more have been done to stop Hitler's movement before it gained so much traction? Now, that was uh, and this this is gaining traction through non thinking through. Uh, and Greg's one of those. Oh, the election was stolen. Those Democrats are evil. They're monsters. This motherfucker belongs in a country like Iran, not a republic, uh, a democratic republic. He belongs in a theocracy and uh, and have an open voice there. I. I say shut him down. I, I, I we're, we're, there are times I can't yeah, just be I'm with you. absolute with. We, uh, we agree. We agree that I, I, I agree with. I, I think he's a bad guy. Uh, only crazy lady says censorship is censorship. Um, he still has the right to say what he wants. I'm with that. And here's the distinction. And I don't know what the answer is. The distinction is Twitter is a company. Um, they don't a company and there's been cases on this, can refuse service. <clears throat> Having said that, I don't want to see this regulated. But if they keep up not being able to fucking handle shit, it's going to be regulated, people. You know, so it, it's, you know, Big Brother's going to step in. You know, I don't... It's so weird because social, social media companies have such power now. And I, I, it's so silly when we talk about this because I've really, it's shocking that, you know, a livelihood would depend on if you can be on social, but that's the world we live in. Um, my, my stance on, on, on guys like Locke is where it, where is, you know, where's the IRS on his accounting, you, you know, and where, you know, why aren't, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't like censorship. I think, I don't like seeing this shit, you know what I mean? But I want to be able, like, you know, my stuff's very offensive to some people, very offensive. And um, I don't want to, you know, and if I got shut down, it would be my perspective. And someone else would say, fuck him, man. He's got puppets which appeal to children doing pot and doing shit like that. He's a fuck. You know, I there could be some people like that. And so... You know, I hope we don't live in a world where a majority of people like think like uh, Pastor Greg Locke, dude. But I, it's a tough fucking question. And I, you know, I, I don't like censorship. At the same time, a company has the right to do what they have to do. But I just I think there's more downside to 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 making martyrs out of some of these people. I think there's an incredible downside to that, you know, Um it's if you had they they have tons of followers they have yeah. tons of people that that have the same hate-filled opinions but they have them at home for the most part and they're fucking lazy until they're organized and uh and there are it's not as though he's been shut off of the web and and it's you you what you bring up is so we've yeah. got a balance here we have the 
We have the rights of this individual and his his access to a private company's uh, uh, service to spew his message. True. Or, or or the rights of a private company to determine their own uh, their own business operations. A private company that employs how many people and everything else. So uh, when when weighing it all out there, I I I see where you're at, uh, and I don't I don't want everything regulated. I want the companies to be able to regulate themselves, right. and and uh, and if they start uh, spewing hate, I would expect that there be an exodus from their service, like services have had in the past, yeah. where people then leave because they don't like uh, how they are running their service. Right. Uh, so it's, it's, it's one of those bad, uh, I don't know the answer either. Yeah. I don't know the answer either. And I, and I, I, I create offensive content. Yeah, we I create do. very offensive content. And, you know, and, and, and so we, I, all of us offense, you know, we got to come down from the clouds, man. All of us, all of us, there's somebody in this world that finds the way we conduct our lives highly offensive. We all, everybody has a different fucking moral system. You know what I mean? And so I get there's degrees of it, right? I, you know, we're not, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's just, I have been deplatformed early on in the MySpace days because uh, uh, what I put up was deemed offensive. It was a cartoon. It was a penis and a vagina with eyes and stick figure legs and arms. And, uh, <laughs> but my, my channel that I had put time into and everything else, it got taken down. Right. Now I could still have all my stuff on my website. I hadn't been removed from everything. And I understood. I knew I knew and I did not feel as though my rights had been taken away. I knew that I had spewed something in this private company's uh, uh, and broken their terms of service, broken the fucking you. You agree to the terms of service. They can shut you off. It is. uh so I, I have to I have to say I, people can pity me for it, but I haven't been wrong. I hadn't been wrong in, in that case. And and I kind of have to view that with uh, with this guy. Well, where Fuck I think Greg this is gonna, where, where I think this is going to go to next. Is it we're going to get so fucking petty with this shit is people running for office now it just probably already happened yeah it has happened where they go hey they're following something they're following an, uh, a fucking dominatrix or whatever you know give me a fucking break man i'm following porn stars and from all sections if whatever fucking pops up on suggested if i'm in a movie <laughs> selected so i gotta remind myself when i go on twitter to you know to make sure i'm not around people because i don't have the filter set right and so if I'm not careful, it's like bada bing, you know, it's on now to some, right? That's, and it's, I, I you know, I, you know, uh, yeah, I just, you know, it, it is a private company. They have the right to do it. They don't mistake. They have the right to do this. They have the right to do this. They can, but they have so much fucking power that they set themselves up to be accused of having an agenda. Uh, political agenda because everything's so politicized. You know, I just wish more fucking brain power and quote bandwidth would we be spent on just being 
better able to discern reality, not pretend that fucking people like Pastor Greg Locke don't exist in this world. Not, not, do, not, not, not do that. But uh, this is utopia. This is not. This is just fantasy world. But where we, uh, we're just better educated on how to discern truth, how to how to get how to just discern truth without even bringing up a candidate or a political issue, just how to discern truth, how to guess, you know, maybe we all need to be philosophy. I was talking to a, a guy last night who was a philosophy graduate and he told me he aced this math test. And I was like, wow, that's odd. And then I started thinking about it. philosophy really kind of trains your brain. It's not about the subject as much. I think is like the training of how to think and process logically. You, you know, I don't know, dude. But I didn't, you know, I don't have the expertise, the legal expertise or anything to discuss legally censorship. I just, and this is all just fucking, you know, street wisdom, so to speak. I just, you know, you push guys like this underground, it becomes worse. You have American Al-Qaeda's. Keep it at, don't censor these fucks. Let them, you know, they got to follow, you know. I, I I believe that Twitter can be accused of being inconsistent of who they decide to deplatform. I believe that's a valid argument. If somebody made that argument, they, that would be valid. And that's another reason it, it just, it, look, I'm not, I, I think pastor Greg Locke is not a, a peachy keen dude. Um, and I don't like reading his shit and there's nothing to make me happier for him not to make a living at this. And it pisses me off that, all of us fall prey to this. And, and these are the type of fucking people that get follows and the metrics and the fucking shit that, that results in their YouTube channel getting monetized or whatever. They're making money off of their fucking filth, you know? And so it, it, it's a tough subject, but I just, I just think these guys pushed underground. Twitter's a private company. Uh, but I think, you know, fuck, right lawyers, I'm not a lawyer, but I think the right lawyer could sue the pants off of them, something like this, just by showing some of the inconsistency. Uh, it's, but you look at that terms of service. Look at that terms of service. It's you. almost a, we, we can refuse the right to serve you for any fucking reason yeah, we want. They, they, agree to yeah. it. And he agreed to it. Yeah. He agreed to it. So as a private company, uh, you know, just playing Dave devil's advocate. Dude, you're I, right, we both agree about the guy, no, you, but, uh, you know, and for people that have a problem with what we're saying, just imagine you're a small business and you got the fucking government, Mickey mouse and who you're cut. You, you know what I'm saying? Same thing. You, you don't want to set a right. precedent for a company to tell you who, who you can and cannot serve. You don't want that, you know? So you, you end up with that. And then the other part of this equation that as we talk about, as we talk about these things, uh, I think George Carlin, uh, how was it? He put it, think about how fucking stupid average is. Yeah. I and then realize half the people are dumber than that. Half the people are dumber than that. So, so, uh, it, when we talk about people need to be able to, we're putting the onus back onto the, onto the people to be able to discern truth, to be able to understand people aren't that fucking smart. People can't fucking discern truth. Uh, the, I'd say it's more than half of them don't have the capabilities to keep up with, with, uh, the lies. Don't look shit up. Everybody. I, you ask anybody that said, I've done my own research, do your own, ask them what the difference between RNA and DNA is. Boom. You know, they don't know. Fuck. Boom. Yeah, the minute heard, you, you, know, you come people, out there, people with history have done the same thing. That's why I want to like understand how to do historical research because, 
it's not, you know, to some people, if I, if I say I've done historical research, which means I've read everything that's been published, you know, that, and, and to another person, a, a historian, that would be insulting because their historical research is going to the source material, which is not the books, but the fucking original journals and, and, and stuff like that and court records and census records to develop this story based off of data data, you know, and so that's the thing, you know, because I love history and, and I realized that, and I'd like to write a couple things on history, but if I don't understand how to really do the research, I could be at risk of just, you know, not really, but you know what I'm saying? But it's, so you're right. Research, you know, in, in any field has a different connotation than the lay person's perspective engineering research it's different than the late it's all it's you know so depending on the field and so yeah i think a better maybe a better understanding of what a research process consists of because you know you could throw it to them at a, at a hard science but there's you know like i said in history and everything there's a research and so you know or how that particular specialty derives you know because the one thing the one thing in business the one thing I'll give business right now is it's based off of reality. Business is right now is a hundred percent data driven. And so, you, you know, there's no, I mean, a business that's succeeding, uh, you, you know, is very much even, even amateurs are data driven. What's the analytics. Let me look at the analytics on YouTube. So yep. it, it's, it's a thing, man, but we're all over the place. Anyway, Wes, your perspective. Oh, I, I, uh, you brought up history and all I kept thinking is that's another area that misinformation is really harming us right now. Mm -hmm. People trying to rewrite history, people trying to trying to trying to uh, view things or bury things from the past and different things along those lines. Uh, and and should they be given that? I went back to the 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 rights and the the to the public and everything. Should they be deplatformed? Mm -hmm. If you're out there, you know, trying to change historical fucking facts right. uh, into to to change people's views, uh, it's all propaganda and the genie's out of the bottle. I I think we just have to wait until AI can come here to tell us how to do it. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not we're too anxious of a monkey. We're too we're too much of a our our primate. We're just. We're we're not uh, we're not there yet. Let AI come tell us how it's supposed to be done properly. That's my view. Only crazy lady. I like this. She found a shirt that says innocent bystander. That's an interesting shirt. I'm not an innocent. None of us are innocent bystanders. That means we're complicit. That that doesn't make us innocent. I'm complicit sometimes. That's my crime. I'm not talking about this. this you no. you are a part of why Twitter has power. We each are yeah, a part gone, of why I've Twitter gone, has I've power. Gone, I've gone. I haven't. I have not subscribed to Locke, but I ha I do watch his shit because it pops up, and I and and you know I I'm complicit, man. I'm part of all this, you know. Um, it's so I'm not, you know. And even before all this fucking disruption, this fucking, you know, when I mean complicit, it's just this the bullshit I talk about, the hippie shit where. You know, I talk about like my 30s and 40s, which really, I think, not, I think that's like, 
like in the thirties and forties is like a peak time for, for people. That's usually when you're at your prime earning years, you're just, things are, that's when things are supposed to fucking gel. Right. Um, uh, theoretically, you know, but like, you know, not in a, in a bad way, but just in a way I recognize now very much asleep at the wheel, you, you know, and not with anything major, just with, just with me, more important, like getting back to just, am I taking care of myself? Am I, you know, me, me, you know, that kind of thing. And I wonder if that was, uh, you know, getting back to this, how do you handle people in the world? Like a pastor, Greg Locke, or like my material, if you're, uh, you know, uh, uh, really, uh, we, you, you're really anti-weed and you've seen marijuana just destroy lives. And, and then you've come on my material and I'm like, lack, you know, lollygagging about the hemp plant, you know, but I think maybe I, I find the more that I've been able to fucking like come to peace with my mistakes you, and get, get you, you know what I mean? Recognize and come to peace, kind of chill a little bit. The easier it is for me to coexist I don't, you, you know, um, I don't know about you, Wes, but it, it just, I mean, I, you know, I, I wasn't always able to tolerate fucking douchebags, you know? I mean, I, I did not suffer fools very well. I had a, a very short BS level, tolerance level. You know what I mean, Wes? I mean, very East Coast, very East Coast. Um, now, and I just think it's maybe because I just, you know, I recognize... I don't look at any mistakes as I made as a waste. You know, I'm not one of the, I don't have any real regrets. I just, I'm actually thankful that I could process this and have some time to kind of like try things differently. You know what I mean? But I wonder how much that fucking bullshit of like being okay with yourself helps to process people like Greg Law. I, I, I don't know if there's a healthy way of processing that, uh, but I don't know, dude, I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place. The weed's starting to hit. Sorry, guys. Your Will Dick is a little high this morning. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's Well, it is hump day. It is hump day. So traditionally, although any day with a Y in it, uh, you're going to be, you're gonna be getting high. Anybody judge and goes, hey, man, that's morning. You must have a problem. Hey, fuck you. I slept for 20 hours. So I, this could be fucking night, you know, as long as I slept, you know. I mean, 20, 20 hours, man. Yeah. They, 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 so, so, they, so yeah, I take I it, know, I take it. Right when we got done, uh, I, I fell asleep around noon. So I haven't done the math. 17 hours, about 17 hours. Holy like shit. Yeah. That's uh that's may, maybe done to me, dude. I mean, I'm I, I feel like a million fucking bucks right now, but I just wear down easy. You know what I mean? Um, this only been going on for a week. So like I said, it's getting better, but the day before I was able, I probably stayed up too late. So I gotta when I feel good, I just gotta make sure I don't overdo it because I just think I'm still recovering from whatever the fuck it is I had. You know what I mean? Oh, so I guess I guess you didn't have a, a huge productive time then sleeping. Uh, uh, actually, uh, I did. I, I did because I, wor I kind of, you know, worked some things out in my mind. You, you, you know what I mean? So I think it would have been more productive than trying to do anything in the state I was in. Because I was actually going, well, you got a lot I want to do this week. And I'm like, you know what? Go fucking sleep. You'll, you'd be better off doing that than, you know. And that's another thing I learned the hard way. You know, you, you sometimes you got this problem, usually technically, whatever it is, and you're fucking struggling with it. 
and you've been struggling with it for hours. And sometimes you just go to sleep. The next day you fix it within five seconds because you got a clear head. You just see things clear, you know? So I that's something I had to learn the fucking hard way, Wes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm a firm believer in that. You got to walk away and just uh, get away from it. Get out of it. Do something completely different sometimes. I, I had... I had, uh, I am, I am fucking so happy with the productivity I had yesterday. Got, uh, got all of the lines recorded, got all of the audio cut, got the, got all the crashes, the sirens, the car, got, uh, the, the, without the credits and the title, the off to the movie short is four minutes and 25 seconds long. And uh, it makes me laugh. The audio does. Right so uh, it's ready now to get uh, pulled into character animator and uh, and get all of them moving and, and talking and everything. I I couldn't have been happier with that. That worked out great. Uh, cool, man. So I had, I had a great productive day. Good. Yeah. And like I said, I slept, which was, you know, I, I, it's good for me, you know, Um and, uh, you know, this weekend I'm going to, I'm going to do some art is the plan on Saturday. I got, I'm going to start doing some paintings again. It's time to start. It's time to start creating art for my life in Colorado. You know, I'm set. I've been here three months now. I'm settled in. So, um, I'm going to start trying to get out, do a little, do a little fucking social shit here and there, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, hook up, not hook up, hook up's not the right fuck hook up. What did I just say? How am I going to attract the hotties <laughs> when I fucking already tell them my agenda? Um, they you know, know. They already but, but know. It's complicated <laughs> with me, dude, is because, you know, I, I, you know, I gotta, I mean, I can definitely do what I gotta do. And, but, um, you know, I got a back issue. So there, there's some expectations we got to manage. Like, you know, I'm not going to be jumping off the fucking ceiling and, you know, those days are over, man. I mean, if they're looking for, um, What's this fucking, you know, the some kind of like pneumatic drill that that ain't happening, right? So it's kind of like you you, you got to manage expectations. I'm joking around, by the way. No, but I made this. But the, it, once again, the pro, the, pro, the you know the the thing it with uh, Tinder is I I don't want to be an asshole, but when I can already tell the expectation is you know I somebody's in an Amazon prime set of mine, which is just, you know, come to me, you know, I don't put forth any fucking effort. What's fucking ever. It's like, get over yourself. You know, I, I can jerk off just like that story. I told about that one date that was going to run into the, you know, several hundreds to a thousand dollars. I said, oh, I sounds fun. Let me think about it. And I went and tossed one off and said, and this was right in, right around the economic crisis. And I was like, why isn't Obama talking about this? How jerking off could help, you know, you know, Hey, I, before I, you know, why, why aren't, why aren't we incorporating jerking off into this recovery package? You know, a little bit, just some marketing dollars for that, you know, that scene, I may actually recreate that scene. Uh, but I may do a role reversal though. I mean, this is not a gender thing. I mean, it could be, you know, the guy could be like some fucking broke dick or it's the woman's turn to pay. And he goes, I want to go to a game and then this and then that. And the woman's doing the math and she goes, let me, let me get right back to you. And she goes and breaks out whatever, right? Thumper or whatever she calls it. And then she calls up the douchebag and said, ah, you know, I'm going to do my hair tonight. But, but 
Oh, you want to be a needy little bitch? Well, then I'm done with you. Unless if you want, I tell you, I'm going to do my hair, but you can come over and listen to the poetry I wrote when I was in seventh grade as a test. She throws that out there. What does he do? Uh, he, he really wants to score. She backed out of the big taking him out for her turn to pay for the evening. What will he do? Well, if he answers yes, he has now moved into the friend zone. Remember this scenario. If you want to be there, go for it. If you don't really care, and like there's behavior I do that I know will be friend zone. I don't care at this point. I'm just going to be who I am. But if you're still in the mode where you just don't want to be in the friend zone, be, be careful of that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Watch out for those landmines, kids. See, see, I think, I think you're viewing, uh, I think you, I think Tinder's perfect for you. Perfect for you. Cause uh, think about who the fuck you are. What are the odds of on a Tinder or something? If you meet somebody that you're going to actually have any connection or spend time with, it's going to be through doing what you do. It's right. got to be because you do what you do. Right. You've got to meet someone else that is uh, that has something going on. Yes. Right. Something. You don't want someone that doesn't have shit. And it's got to be of some sort of nature of something you're interested in, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to meet someone through doing what you do. Use Tinder just for doing what you need to do. Maybe I'll use if it you just the fucking podcast. Hey, I'm not really on here to date, but just listen to them. No, I'm joking. That would be fun. Because there, there, there are people that do that. That that pisses me off. I'll match with somebody and then I'll fucking like I'll write or or I'll get some auto-generated fucking message. Oh, thanks. And this won't be a sex one. The sex ones now I can I can look, I can identify those. I'm not I'm not stupid. When when a picture pops up and it's like age 75 and the person looks like they're fucking 20 and they're in a fucking thong. You know, and, you know, every picture is like fucking soft porn. I, I pretty much figure this is, you know, they're not 70. I, I mean, getting back to that discern reality thing. That's another thing, guys. Guys. Look in the mirror and get fucking real, dude. Just get fucking real men of America. I mean, I think I told you about this fucking I did this uh, early on. Fucking, it was, I was hoping to have a discussion of the complexities of connecting later in life as single. And all it turned out to be was a he-man, woman-hater fucking bitch fest, man. And and I'm, I, and I'm trying to, like, control the conversation away from that. But it's basically like, well, women suck around here and da-da-da-da-da. And they're this and they're that. And, and, and I'm, like, looking at, you know, at all of us. And I'm like, man, it's not like we're a bunch of fucking honks, dude. I mean, what the fuck, you, 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 you know, but it's like, we got to get, I think the other thing, and I, I, I can only speak from the, the, the perspective that I know and the single guys that I've been around. So your mileage may vary. I don't know the female perspective, but the, it's like, dude, you're just, they're out looking for something that doesn't exist. And they think it's just like, look in the mirror, man. You're not, this fucking fantastic catch is like get a little humility, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, just understand that we all fucking age, man. I, I, I don't get this mentality where it's like I get to fall apart, but my fucking partner better not. That's just fucking crazy. I think I it's like I, I dude, I it look they would look weird anyway. I don't want to look like I'm out with my fucking kid. Uh, yeah, but you but you know what I'm saying there, Wes? It's like 
I don't know, dude. It just we we get older, and and we don't look like we did in high school, or right? You know, and if you have that six pack, that might be going away. So you know, fucking give each other a break on this shit. I don't know. I it just it just that's the whole thing about the online dating. It it, it just and I don't really engage with it. I mean, I honestly don't, but it just seems like a, it's more of a shopping process. It's just weird. And, and, and me included, you just, they, they just flash pictures, you know, and it's just like, it's dehumanizing almost. It makes us feel like it's more like we're looking at product than human beings. It's just, that's the feel I get. It feels almost cringy going on there. Well, uh, uh, let's uh, let's compare it to uh, the bar scene. Let's compare it to the. Okay, does she look anything like this normally during the fucking week? When she wakes up, when either of these people, the man or the woman, wake not. up, yeah. what the fuck do they look like? And so that's just a. I guess it's acceptable because it's in person. And uh, I I think the Tinder. I think I think you you could just use that for the. Okay, who's who can I get to touch it? Just look at it from that way. Okay, I like. I want somebody to I'm play not, with it. You know, I, I, I'm not trying just, to be arrogant, but getting laid is not a problem. I'm not. You know, that's not. I mean, I'm not being arrogant. That's not. It's really not. People out there, it's getting laid. Like I said, I'm trying to get a conversation, and that's coming off as it's not the right platform for that. Okay. I, I recognize. T- t- you know, everybody's looking for a hookup, not some deep level fucking connection right? Like a conversation. I'm looking for that first and then we'll see about tapping. And I know that sounds weird. It's just that I'm just, you know, I'd rather, you, you know, just try, that's where I'm at. I mean, I'm not, look, I'll ba- I bang on the first date, but I, I just want to, um, you know, have a conversation and that just comes off as really super. Like I said, that's that, that throws people off. I'm not on the right app to your point. I'm not that worried about it, but I am going to re-engage in life. Like, do some more things outside of here. You know, it's been three months. I just, you know, I'm slowly, I, you know, make a road trip here and there. It's just little things go to garden of the gods. So I, that that's what I'm trying to say. I'm going to try to get out and do some things. I, I think, I think you've actually come across a need. I think you've actually uh, pointed out a need and maybe there needs to be an app. Maybe there needs to be a, Hey, are, are you something more than just some average shitbag? Hey, do you have anything going on? Can you carry on a conversation that, for more than 10 I, minutes about great, different it's, things? It's, it's a great idea. That's a joke. But in real life, and anything related. Look, I'm a realist. Anything related to people meeting is going to degenerate into fucking base level shit, no matter what its original premise is. Right. No matter. Look, we're all fucking horny human beings. And even if it was Christian mingle, I'm sure there's some shit going down on there. That's, you you know, like, hey, man, I'm going to take this crucifix, you know, know, this kind of thing. And I'm going to, you know. Oh, oh, I I can't think of a more disingenuous uh, uh, premise. Oh, I'm going to use my roulette that. That my I have an uncle that every time he would get divorced and I say that because there's so many times every time he would get divorced and he'd need to find himself another woman. Well, next thing you know, he's made himself a deacon in a church. He's going to church and he's posted pictures of him reading the Bible and then he gets himself a, a new wife. And oh, that wife, she sticks around for a couple of years because it takes him about six months for him to let her know. Oh, there's times I get out of control drunk. (laughs) 
and things along those lines, you know, because he's because he's really just such a fake hey, piece of shit. Like I so many you people are. The engagement process. I love. Oh, <laughs> hey, I uh, never mind. That's happened to other people, you know, where they've gotten married and they found out like, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, I've got. $45,000 in student loan debt. Did I tell you that before we got married? Oh, well, I'm telling you now. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there are situations that that happens. Like you go, you'll, you'll you know, go like, hey, <clears throat> I've really worked hard to not be in control of any company and I'm there now. So, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'd like to know the full picture. Oh, okay, this is the full picture. Okay, so now I'm going to do it phase B of my life plan. And then you wake up and go, oh, by the way, let me, so be up front. Oh God. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those kind of stories are not good, dude. Those are not good stories. Well, and you got those. And then how many, how many people do you personally know? And who, I mean, it's gotta be a problem if everybody knows some people that fall for the fucking catfishing on, on Facebook. I have multiple guys and I've only got like 140 friends. It's not like I've got a shitload of friends on Facebook. So there's a couple percentage of them, at least, that I know that publicly have been shamed because they they fell for the, oh, hi, I'm such and such Gretchen from such and such. I want to be your friend. Yeah, we should get together sometime. Hey, could you send me 300 bucks? And guys that'll send that fucking 300 yeah. bucks. And these are guys that that have jobs. These are guys that vote. These are guys that, you know, are in our society and, and, and you got to factor that. And, and I'm, it's the hey, same on the female side. I've, look, I've gotten ripped off on weed deals. Okay. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's take this out of dating here and just, let's talk about, talk about ways to get ripped off. And I'm, when I describe this to you, you're going to go, how did you fall for this? And it's easy to fall for if you really, it's the classic. Okay. I know a guy. So you get a cab, you're in a strange city and you take the cab to this house and he, and he goes in to talk to the guy and he comes back out and he goes, Hey man, um, I need the money. But you're like, can I come in? And no, he's not cool. But trust me, he's cool. Come on, man. I already came back once. You're desperate. You go, okay, here's some money. Sometimes it might even be half. That might be the hustle. Right. And then after about fucking 30 minutes to 45 minutes, you ask, the, you realize what has happened, right? And so you know, we can fall into gullible situations when we have a desperate need for something or we're so focused on it, like a dog. We almost need the dog whisper to like take our focus off so we can start reasoning again. You know what I mean? But I can, I can, I can see how somebody, because I've fallen for that weed scam and I'm a pretty street smart person, but, and I wasn't like addicted, but you get into the moment when you're so laser focused on something, my favorite scam, though, what, what you're talking about, instead of the money, is the Amazon gift card, or that—that's—that's that's the one. That, or I've heard guys talk about, well, geez, I don't know what happened. I met her on Tinder, and they'd show me the picture. I'm like, dude, do you really think this is a real person? Have you seen this? <laughs> oh yeah, you know, we're gonna meet tonight, but they need money in order to be able to meet me, so because they got car issues. So, but they said an Amazon, how's an Amazon gift card going to reap? Never mind, man. And then what happened? Nothing, you know? So. They're out money. That's, that's what's happened. They've been taken for money. 
And and now now those people that use social media for that, they usually get deplatformed. Is that wrong? That's what they're breaking. The law. That's <laughs> they're, what I'm saying. They're, they're breaking the law. They're asking for they're taking money for fraudulent reasons. Yeah, that's breaking the law. Yeah. It's, well, is that not is that not send money to our pack? Send money to our GoFundMe. <laughs> but but who's the who, who, I, you know, I, like I said, it's a this a complicated fucking issue, man. You know, I was, yeah, because I was just no, being a no, dick. It, no, it's just, but it's a complicated issue. But you're right, because one person's scam is another person's norm. Now, I don't think there's any norms that, well, you never know. There may be people that just like to do that. Like, I know I'm being ripped off, but it's okay. It just gives, uh, you know, there might be people that I know I'm being catfish, I'm being hustled, but I, I don't you know, maybe. I'm just so lonely at some interaction, and it's okay. That's what breaks my heart is how lonely. Oh. No, the loneliness of it. We're going to, we're, we're a very lonely population right now. Epic, epic levels, epidemic levels of loneliness. You know, and you put COVID and social distancing on top. Yeah, it breaks my heart, man, because we all need people. But when you get so desperate that it's just. And this is everywhere. I mean, not everywhere, but I mean, it's not just, you know, this population we're talking about. I'm sure it hits multiple age groups every wherever everybody's at. There's there's loneliness in that population group you know what i mean and that's oh with, when you do yeah that, with everything on top of it with covid and everything else being put on top of it it's made it even worse it's made it even worse with the isolation that we've all felt well i mean you know how many people probably get hustled with job offers and shit you know during at times of this and hey we'll pay this to training it's just when you're desperate your guard is down and we're all susceptible all of us getting back to the getting back to the tools of and maybe instead of censoring, put some effort on teaching all of us a better way of, you know, not only of being able to discern truth, but also recognize the situations where our guards down every, you know, to, 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 to pretend that we're all fucking perfect and we never get fucking, we're never gullible is foolish. You know, for me to go like, oh, I'm fucking street smart. There's no, we can all be conned. All of us. I don't care how fucking smart we are. And so I just think that, you know, some more effort into the, you know, okay, what, what makes you susceptible to the con? You know, what, what's an environment where, where you go like, this is not a good environment because this makes me like, just like buying a car, just like whatever, you know, what, what, what are the factors that, that make it, make you susceptible to not being able to see all the reality, you, you know, that kind of thing. I just think it would be helpful, you know, is uh, uh, what interests me is, is it something that could be educated and actually uh, people could be educated and solve or is it genetic? Is it like P.T. Barnum said, one's born every minute? Uh, uh, are these people the guys? Now, I don't believe for a second that there's there may be there may be. Well, I know I'm being catfish, so I'm never going to touch it, but I'm going to send money. And there may be the guy who actually is aware of it. So many people are just fools. And I don't I don't know that you can educate them out of it. I don't know that you could ever teach them and really get in there because I don't know that they have the capability. And that doesn't make them wrong. Right. That makes them susceptible. I'm 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 I don't know that everybody can discern truth and that everybody can, will put in the effort because all their other emotional things get into the get into the way of the Okay, I've got to face this rationally, though. 
there has to be a moment where I take emotion out. People can't admit that they're wrong if they can't uh, when faced with with uh, truths. So I I don't give the society. Uh, I don't believe they have the ability. I don't have the they believe they have the ability to solve it. And when we look at it as though, well, everybody just needs to get smart. That ain't going to fucking happen. Not a chance. So you got to look at what are the alternatives. Uh, that That's why it's a it's a slippery slope because the, the answer that you keep coming up with is, well, can't we just educate people? Can't we bring people to to where they can do this? And my opinion is, fuck, no, you can't because people aren't that smart. Uh, overall, people yeah, aren't that and, smart. And a lot of this stuff I've learned the hard way when I was talking when I was talking to somebody, it was, you know, because I, I am no like I said, <clears throat> I I am no fucking mentor or anything because all, all the lessons I've learned have been because I fucked up and just experienced a lot of pain. So that's how I've learned. Um, unfortunately, I mean, you, you know, unfortunately, that's how I've learned. I could have people telling me, you know, Hey, this is how you progress in life, but I had to stumble, but I, I, I still think being, a, I, you're not going to look, you're not going to fucking, but the people that are interested, all right. That have an interest and maybe doing a better job on on just or just how to better process everything that's happened may you know instead of you know the goal of this is not to solve all of our fucking problems but just offer because i think all of us if we think that we that as an individual i can handle all this but the rest of the world can i think that's we're setting ourselves individually up for failure. So if there's anything out there that can better help you handle or process all this, but, I, but I do believe there are environmental factors that are conducive to you being gullible. Right. And if you're more aware of them, you know, you might, you might not go into a situation just cause you realize these, and you, you know what I'm saying? And you just, I, I don't know. It may or may not help, but Anyway, if somebody tells you their buddy has, let me just fucking, the real moral of the story is don't buy the weed until they fucking hand it to you. Don't give it to the fucking <laughs> stranger you met in a fucking bar in some shithole in Wilmington, Delaware, and then decide to take a fucking cab, you know, from the shithole bar, which by the way was the, by the way, the I don't know if it's still there. The bus station in Wilmington, Delaware had the most out of control fucking tripped out bar you have ever fucking seen, dude. I mean, just like fucking drug dealers, prostitution rings, just everything running out of this bus state. It was a trip. And that's why I would go drink when I was working there. But anyway, you know, if, if they tell you, Hey, the guy, I just need the money. Just don't do it. Just real. Just say, Hey man, I cut your losses. Just ask the guy if this is where you need to drop him off and go. Just trust me, because you're never going to see the weed. You're never going to see it. You know, at least that happened to me. To your point, that happened to me, right? Then flash forward, much later in life, I'm with another dipshit, and he's wanting to do a fucking weed deal. And I'm with him, same scenario. I'm like, dude, this guy's going to rip you off. No, he won't. And I told him this happened to me, to your point. He had the fucking guy right there. We took the fucking cab. I fucking sat there for 45 minutes. I said, can we go, man? He's never fucking coming, you know? Yeah. So, and, and he had to fucking do it. We have to, you know, you're, you're right. 
I I have to fail to learn. I fuck. I'll just I'll never forget that. I'm like, dude, this is gonna happen. This happened to me. No, it won't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we we all have to fail to learn. It's a uh, it, it and that's that's oh you know the scarier times are when they bring you into those places. The scarier times uh, uh you've got to getting ripped off outside. Uh, I never with a stranger. That's just crazy. Never with someone you just met. But, uh, oh, uh, here's a here's a friend. I know this guy and he's saying, OK, well, I know you through him. So there's a connection or something. I at least would go with those. The scariest times are when they bring you into the place. Uh, when you go into these uh, bizarre environments, uh, there was a this was a building. I get brought into a building and I'm probably I'm probably 18 years old. And uh, uh, oh, we're, uh, it's it's just upstairs in this. It was an apartment complex, but it was an elderly apartment. I knew this building because I had uh, I was delivering uh, and installing appliances for a living, and so uh, I knew that this was a this was a complex for elderly people. And we go into this room on the this uh, apartment on the seventh floor, and there's there's people just laying all around think of think of like an opium den type yeah, thing yeah. only there's loud metal music playing okay. and uh there's all these white people just laying around all all fucked up it was the metal uh music. there's metal music there's one uh had to be had to be uh 250 300 pound black gentleman sitting with sunglasses on uh in a chair never turned his head never looked sunglasses on gun in his hand mm -hmm. um i'm you know i'm 18 just oh shit what have i walked into this was a this was a new fucking it was over oh, getting weed here oh no it's my friend over here yeah and uh let me just let me just go over and talk to him and so i'm left standing by the guy in the chair with the gun everybody else laying around and and left with that am i supposed to say something do I make conversation? This would normally in any other situation, you're going to make some sort of small talk comment to the guy who's just fucking three feet from you. Uh, but nope, no, I'm just going to stand there. I just uh, that that was probably one of the most nerve wracking. And I've been it, it was just out of my element and into a completely fucking unknown just all of a sudden. But uh, yeah, those are the scarier times. Those are the scarier times. I, I got it. I, um, you know, I had this job where we traveled a lot. Um, and it was one of those jobs where they would hire anybody cause it was like backbreaking work and all this kind of shit. But anyway, so a lot of weird shit happened. This one guy, you know, picked up a prostitute in the rental car and didn't have enough money. So he swung to a convenience store, left the car running to go get the money, and she ripped off the fucking car, dude. And then I think I told you this other one. I had a guy that worked for me that was such a fucking alcoholic that he'd take the rental car and get fucking tanked up, do the right thing and take a cab, leave the rental car, but forget where he parked it. So then he'd report the fucking rental car stolen the next day. He did that all the fucking time because he didn't, you know, th th this is, this is a way before uh you know gps and all this kind of shit dude but yeah man okay we're at the first hour we're gonna take a quick break going into the second hour i'm gonna play a, a music video while we do that and so let's see what i've got and it's gonna be a very quick one sort of kind of what do i have uh this is just 
what this is is street footage. Um, the story is this was a kid playing violin out in Pueblo, and uh, they had been uh, his family had been kicked out. They had back rent on their hotel, and they were able to make up the back rent. But this, I you know, um, I anyway, this I thought this was pretty interesting. We're going to be right back after this. This runs two minutes and twenty eight seconds. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Give me a second. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. Let me get Wes's mic on. All right, we're back. I think somebody tried to call in. I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I'll get, I'll get to that in a second. Only caveat, if you're doing a podcast and your intent is to have our conversation on your podcast. Give me a heads up. That's what you're doing. Um, and then I'll take that call maybe, but if it's on topic, call in again, definitely. We'll take that call, man. I, I saw, I missed it the first time. Um, anyway, Wes, we were talking about getting ripped off. So that was the first hour, <laughs> I guess, right. Deplatforming and, and cons. I, I think that was it. I think that was it. It's it's Wednesday. I'm still wearing a robe. I I I think I was smoking a little bit, you know, uh, earlier. So I could have 
Yeah, we've been doing this for an hour, I guess. Yeah, man. Okay, <laughs> so why don't we – we haven't even – real quick, this is Will Dick with the Art of Floundering Podcast. We'll just, just give us a couple seconds for some details. Um, with me is Wes from Stream Surf with Wes and Jess. We do this morning show uh, uh, fucking 9 to 11, Mountain Time, Monday through Friday. But we also do other stuff uh, on my site. There's like I, there's stuff from what this podcast is everything, but there's a lot of uh, what I would call adult uh, puppet shows, and uh, please check them out. There's a series I'm doing called uh, The Amazing Slacker. I think you'll dig it. If you've hung on this long with this podcast, I think you'll be okay with what's on there, and that's on the Art of Floundering website. Wes, what's going on with you? What do you have to promote, and what do we got going on Saturday? Saturday night on Stream Surf with Wes and Jess on Facebook and on YouTube, uh, along with uh, We Enjoy Every Day, the cartoon series at Weed Cartoon. Uh, that's our Adult Swim style cartoon that we have with Pop Plants. But Saturday nights, we do movie nights, uh, along with Will Dick from the Art of Floundering podcast, uh, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we get together. We're going to hopefully be watching the latest episode of The Amazing Slacker. I think it's uh, episode 11. Uh, and there should be, should be, I'm getting closer to committing because the audio is all fucking done on it uh, for the uh, off to the movies with the countdown crew, uh, another adult cartoon. But if you're if you're at home on a on a Saturday night and you're looking for some entertainment, Come join us over there. Say hi in the comments. Uh, just bullshit with us and uh, and make sure you got a buzz. Make sure you got a buzz. It's best. It's best with a buzz. If if you don't have a buzz, there's probably something better for you to do with your time. But if you got a buzz and you're at home and you're just looking to laugh, come on in and uh, say hi. Right on. Okay, we also are experimenting with streaming while we do this podcast. It'll be more interactive, but this is like we're in a test phase. Uh, this week and a little bit of next week, and then after that we should be. But we're right now we're streaming on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at the same time. reason why I'm really saying that is I got a picture up there, and I'll describe to Podbeam what it is. It's a strip bar. It's a strip bar in a town called Valley Brook, which is in Oklahoma City. It's a vacant strip bar. It hasn't been used in forever. I have it up there because I'll be doing my pitch um, week after next, man, on my not not on this, not to own a strip bar, but to be to take a property that and totally repurpose it in something totally unexpected. I wanted to turn this strip bar into Spanky's community puppet theater dude long story i'm not going to bore you guys with that now but i am going to do something a little bit more in the next week with details about some of the stuff i'm talking about but high level is i want i'm ready to set up a community uh fucking studio blah 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 but that's that that's you know that's the hippie shit we're done with the hippie shit so now we're gonna back we're back to just talking fucking inappropriate crap so we, we talked about Tinder and, you know, and, and I, I would just say Tinder is probably a catch all to all of them. Uh, I, I think uh, only crazy lady doesn't have a very high opinion of those sites either, man. She's saying that they're, they're like hookup booty call sites. Golly gee willikers, man. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, that's my opinion too. But so 
I, you know, we, we kind of, we talked the gamut, man. What's on your mind, man. What's, what's, what's going on in your circle of the world, man. Anything interesting? Uh, uh, interesting is all going to be on the creative side, all going to be on the, the, we're, we're really looking to, I'm, I, I actually, we started to come up with an episode cause I really want to troll Adobe with this. Uh, I like the idea that we're using these four characters that Adobe put out and they said, you can use it for anything, anything you want. Uh, and we were coming up with an idea of even just directly trolling and having having the evangelist of Adobe show up in our cartoon. I mean, button a minute and everything. So uh, uh, just having fun with that, having fun with cartoons to get my mind. I, when we get done here today, this afternoon uh, is plumbing. This afternoon oh, is uh, oh, I'm so is sorry, a dude. well. No, I uh, I feel good because because the audio is done. I needed I needed that. I needed that. Like we were talking about, you got to get away from something. You just got to get and uh, and it's also today is also the you know my problem with going down and doing the plumbing, as I've told you, is my just hatred of snakes. Indoor snakes, an outdoor snake I can walk the fuck away from, an indoor snake uh, I just I can't handle it. And today is the uh, in my memories on Facebook, it's it's the day of the first it's first snake day, it's commemorative first snake day. This this six foot uh, snake that was in my basement that I killed, uh, the picture of it is is today. So so I'm really looking forward to going down in that basement, that fucking horror movie of a, of a basement and doing that today. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Well, so if you don't see me, dude, I if you mean, don't see me tomorrow, I'm kind of, I'm actually kind of worried. Cause I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess you'll be okay, but you have me concerned about, about, I mean, are there any of the snakes poisonous? Uh, I haven't seen any poisonous ones in years. Uh, so, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no, I'll say no, that'll, because I don't want to think about it. I don't okay, want to think I, I'm about sorry it. I brought that up. <laughs> hey, Jill, quick show. No, we got Jill Howard, voice of Wes and radio par less. A couple people bowed out They're They're coming and going. So I try, I try to get them as they come in. I'm trying guys. I'm getting better at this, but it's taking a while. All right. What I got just real quick. We talked about this yesterday. I'm going to talk about it today. Um, I'm trying, to, what I'm trying to do here is, uh, entice, um, entice people to tune in. And if you like ballet, I've got a new ballet, uh, a puppet. That's a ballerina who's going to make her debut on the amazing slacker 11, which we'll be showing this Saturday with stream surfer, Wes and Jess. <laughs> and right now she's, uh, I've also animated her and she's doing a little ballerina dance. There's all kinds of dances I have. Um, it's, it's pretty, let me see if I get I like this one. Um, I, there, I got to figure out which one's which there's, there's a lot of different moves I've worked and even somewhere her dress goes, her dress will go up and down like that. See that Wes, isn't that cool? So who knows what can happen <laughs> with a ballerina skirt goes up and down in my puppet show, but my gosh, I hope, I hope I don't get inappropriate. The last thing I want to have is another inappropriate love scene in a puppet show. But gee whiz, how could I be inappropriate with also, we're going to have Kim Jong-un smoking weed. And so I've worked on new animation of Kim Jong-un. I know how much the kids love him. 
And there he is. Look at his smile. Hey, kids, it's Kim Jong-un. Happy hump day. Yeah, it's a drag. Capitalism sucks. But the hemp-loving people of North Korea, man, we've got a new product we're getting ready to launch. That's right. North Korean Kush. Anyway, I just, if you want some visuals. But I, I'm, I'm looking for it because I really, uh, talking creative side, there's some other puppets I'm working on. So it's like, honestly, Wes, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I hope I can stay awake today because I've got in my head, you know, I've got an idea of where this is going to go, but it just, it's a matter of getting started to see if it all fits in. But what I basically, it, okay, no, it, there's no, the amazing slide, there's a lot going on, but basically the last episode was, we've got a character named Dirk Diggler who's kind of a fucking, he's a weasel, but he hid from a giant cock attack. Um, However, um, they thought he was a hero. So he's been misidentified as a hero, right? So that's where we're at. But meanwhile, Chad seems to really know a lot about giant cocks. And that's weird because there's where did he pick that up at? And if you paid attention when he went to fisticuffs with Hank, Hank didn't even land a punch. So did Chad get some kind of special operations training? Was there some kind of unit? Um. And what, what, why do I have a Kim Jong-un puppet? Is he going to be? So all I'm saying is it's getting ready to get real intense. And um, there's going to be some international intrigue with where I'm going with this, man. So just pay, just, and I'm going to sum it up. But yeah, Wes, it's dude. That's right. Special operations cock, man. <laughs> are, you, are, are you leaving anything for season two? Oh, dude. Is this, are you in, what what area are you not hitting with season oh, we, one, we, man? We, this we has still, been awesome. We still have well, my here's my goal in season one is every puppet I have somehow be in, in this thing, right? And so in quote season two, I'm just going to have individual arcs Spanky's fucking that truck driving thing. We talked about last night or yesterday with like a uh, fucking top gun, you know, Spanky's like fucking, you know, and then is you don't have what it takes, man. Gee, golly whiz. I, I gotta be top. Yeah. We'll think of that. And then Spanky's taxi driver. Um, what I really want to do is I, I find somebody that can make puppets that doesn't want to charge me that wants to make puppets. I got to get views for this kind of stuff, but I, I, there's a couple custom puppets I'd like to use. Um, but I, I'll learn how to make them, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man, but I got to get, you know, like I said, it's, I'm building the base. And so today we'll get started, but I, I don't know what's going to, that's an awful lot. There's an awful lot I want to fit in. So you can't fit in, in 11 minutes. So, you know, there's, we're only on episode 10 right now. If you add the, if you add attack of the giant cock one or two, technically 12. So we're 12 episodes in, you know, I, I think the season will be over around 20 is what I, th I think, I don't know, you know, somewhere in there. I, we, I I'll, I'll come up with a number that represents a season and then, you know, season in a tradition, it's not season in the way people think about it. Just, I mean, season two could be next week. You know, it just depends on when I say, Hey, I'm done with this particular arc. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving how everything has come together and all that. I, we made progress when it came to our process yesterday on, uh, on audio. I did things differently because we've been doing, uh, for anybody who's, uh, come into our live streams on Saturday nights, 
Uh, if you've seen Popcorn and Soda Pop at the beginning of the show, oh, Popcorn, oh, oh, you dumb uh, Those two characters, and those are characters created by Adobe that they said you can use for free. Uh, we uh, we do those live. We do those. We just record for five minutes uh, with the two of us just improving, shooting shit, Jessica and myself, my wife and myself. And uh, and then we put it out there, which is different than how we put our cartoons together in the past. And because I'll usually end up having to do two or three voices in a scene. And it's so you're never going to get the timing. And I would end up recording each person, recording Jessica recording myself as Alan, one of the alien character, and then as JR, one of the other Potleaf people characters. I'd have these different tracks, and then I'd go through and, and take the different takes out. Fuck that. Fuck taking takes. Uh, I, this isn't, I'm not, I'm not Brad Pitt. I'm not trying to deliver the best. I, I, I'm, I like going one take. So last night, I just brought Jessica out here. We both sat in front of the mic, and we had the script up. And we just did a read through, making sure we won't weren't overlapping. We'd overlap when we improv something. And then it's, oh, that works. Let me get this clean. Let me, you get that clean. And so I was able to just go through. And a lot of times, just if it worked once, I didn't do it a second time. So I just pulled, uh, I was able to pull four minutes and 20 seconds worth of, worth of audio what, uh, out of this only 16 minutes of raw audio. So it really streamlined things for me. I'm hoping that's going to carry over into other projects. I, I'm really excited about how quickly the, the audio work came together yesterday on Audition. So I'm hoping to do uh, other things with that. And that, that's awesome. So I'm, I'm excited. I've got good things going. I got plumbing today. So, uh, so, uh, are, 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 so Saturday, tune in Saturday. It sounds like we're going to have a big fucking night, man. And hopefully we'll have some uh, other stuff to show. I've got, you know, uh, I'm going to do something with radios, videos and get that to you. But I, I want to just throw that into one file, you know, that, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, OK, do you ever think, though, Adobe, you know, th these guys probably want their shit trolled, right? You would think, you know, they, they know they know what they're asking. Do anything you want. They want to see. I would imagine if, if I was developing this shit, I'd want to see them do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they do they do like you using the work. They understand everybody has their own unique uh, concepts of what's you know what's art, what's acceptable, uh, other things like that. So they 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 are all for free expression publicly. Uh, uh, we get a wink and a nod from Jason Levine, uh, who is one of their evangelists. He does the Premiere Pro uh, and the audition. Uh, he's he writes children's songs. He actually writes children's songs and has those available on Spotify. Cool. Uh, fear the Q-tip. Don't push it too far into your ear. You know, that that sort of thing. And uh, But uh, I asked when I first came in and first started watching in one of his live streams, I came in as we enjoy every day and I asked, now, how much of your creative process is cannabis-based? Because I, I like to, you know, announce myself in a room. And uh, and let people know exactly what I'm about. And that got a good laugh. And, and then I got a response from him to one of our videos that Kurt Cobain is dead. He commented about the guitar and how he didn't, you know, he wasn't a big fan. But we always get a wink and a nod and big smile when he sees that we enjoy every day has come into the room. 
and multiple people at Adobe, they do like our work. It's just, well, we can't push the obscene pornographic weed guys. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll say, yeah, you know, we're the, we're the girl that you don't bring around your friends. That's what we are. You know, you, you like y'all, you love those nights, those Tuesday nights when you call up late, you can just show up, but you dare not tell your friends about it because they just give you a nonstop shit. That's what we are. Here's something else I'm going to throw out there. And there's going to be more formality to this in two weeks. I'm going to form the Art of Floundering podcast radio theater troupe. I'm going to put notes out there for anybody that's interested. I think it'd be a blast. Once a week, we'll do an old-time radio program. All you have to do is be available once a week for an hour. More details to come. But I want to start doing a every Sunday night. On it, it'll be broadcast on Podbean Live and, and posted old school radio, uh, a one hour thing, you know. So it won't be the puppet show, it, it will not, it will be old school radio, and that's how it, it's radio first. I'm not worried about if I've got animations, just and if you're so fucking young that you don't remember that, you don't know what I'm talking about, and I get it because it's even before my time, but. It's badass. I mean, I was born in 65, but you know, but listen to Gunsmoke Radio, the blob, the thing, the shadow. And and we're talking about bringing back War of the Worlds in one way shape or form, but I really want to do that and um I'm Wes, I, I bet you guys be interested, but yeah, so more to come, but we're going to form a form a fucking radio theater troupe and I'm going to start having once once a week uh, uh like a soap opera drama um, we all had whoever's in this, whoever wants to be a part of this can have input. This is not a, it's fun. It's supposed to be for fun and, uh, um, be inappropriate words and, and stuff like that. So be, you know, have an open mind. Um, and if you want to do this, be great. If not, I get it, but I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to start doing these either way, but you know, in a couple weeks, but I'm talking like, who's there? You know, that kind of real old school sound effects, the whole feel, you know, so I just I, I really want to do it. I don't care if anybody listens to it. I think it'd be fun. But I think there's a lot of fucking people out late at night that would listen to that before they go to sleep. It's the kind of stuff I listen to before I go to sleep. I'm just trying to create content for people that are like me. Now, now, will that will you be writing scripts for him? That that's yeah. gonna because anybody that's followed will, you, anybody that be, knows you, do, knows you're an improv yeah, guy. Yeah, uh, be, and that's why outlines. there'll be outlines with room to improv, but there'll, there'll be direction. You know what I mean? And it could be organic too. It just it depends on who I'm working with. I you know, but preferably you know, somebody that doesn't need fucking. 50 constant direction. That's not, I'm not looking for a job where I've got to email and email and email and email and email someone that doesn't need communication and could show up once a week and just figure, you, you, you know what I mean, Wes? Um, that's yeah. well, that that's, that's what I was wondering. Cause when you talk about getting general public, cause I would expect, I would expect from you, you're figuring it's hey, we're, we're just doing this show. Just do it. And I get it. I totally get it. And I love it. I don't know that some people may need more. Oh, That's yeah, why I you mean, want to put that. Uh, yeah, they yeah, may need be, more like scripted, said, scripted uh, type thing. There's also, you, you know, there's a, there's a thing. I, I, we all have lives. I, you know, I'm, I'm not good 
at having to constantly every five seconds kind of communication. So yeah, I'm just, that is, that wears me slick. Um, just, it just does. It's, but I'm not talking like there's a, it's a trap you can get into with working on stuff. And, you know, it could be, you can get a thousand questions to death. And I usually go like, why don't we talk about that when we get together in three or four days? Because this is supposed to be a hobby and fun and not a fucking job where I got to constantly fucking, you know, that kind of thing. So it, it, anyway, let it flesh out. But yes, it'll be, like I said, but it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, but it, it, uh, what else going to say about that? But there also, there's going to be, there's going to be some other opportunities, man, because I'm going to, uh, here in a day or two, I'm going to put out some notes on if anybody can send me a recording of certain phrases, if they want to be on the puppet show, there's a couple of voices I'd like to add to it. You, you know what I mean? So, um, I'll have a better idea tonight, tomorrow, what those phrases will be. And I'll put them out there. And if somebody wants to participate they can send me their phrase in a fucking clean mp3 and then um give me however they want to be credited and they can be credited on the amazing slacker as part yeah, yeah but anyway it'd be fun so i i you know there's going to be a lot of for right now i'll put it to you this way there's going to be a lot of death and sex in the next couple episodes so any kind of screams um, either painful or ecstasy are welcome are, are welcome. But I, I mean, as though, I mean, I'm not, you know, like an iPhone recording, try to be in a quiet environment where there's not like cars honking in the background, that kind of thing that I do try to make these. So people they're clean sounding, but yeah, dude, that'd be kind of great, but more to come on that more to come on that. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, uh just, uh, for those of you that, uh, might not have been out there before. Uh, the Art of Floundering podcast, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all over. Uh, I think uh, it's mentioned in the comments out here. A uh, lot of insane and in, uh, incredibly in-depth puppet shows. The Amazing Slacker. I'm I'm impressed with the writing. I'm impressed with how many story arcs you've got going on and how they're all intertwined. Uh, I'm, I've been loving that series. Just well, absolutely loving quick. it. You know, I got to figure there's, you know, I'm not trying to bore people to death. Closed captioning. I've got to figure that piece out next. That's going to be the next technical hurdle, because once I do that, these are going to be on Amazon Prime. But you have to have them closed caption. There's a way they not. I know YouTube can do close. There's a there's a Amazon's all got formats. I don't have time to fucking like study it right now. But there's, you know, I'll do that. I worry about content right now. I worry about form fit function in in a couple of months you know what i mean i don't want to slow down content creation to check a box for amazon when i've only got like four views going on on youtube but like i said if i start when i say amazon prime not for sale but as as a fucking outlet for people to watch this shit just another place to go to depending on where you're at just like we're streaming this in case people don't want to listen on the Podbeam app. They can listen slash watch, you know, I just want to, you know, if I'm going to do something. There's a way to put it somewhere else with minimal effort. I'd like to do that. You know, so that, you that closed captioning when you decide to do it is yeah. only a couple of clicks and then just going through, uh, going through to make any corrections. That's and literally yeah. with premiere. It is really fa You, you tell I it, I want to create that. captions I and it's for that. 
closed captioning. So you're you're in good on that. Oh, cool, cool. So hey, maybe quicker than that, man. Because you know, but like I said, a lot of things I'm looking at. I'm looking at their Audible process and their Kindle process. Because when I do go out with a book, I'm gonna I want to try to have it on both. It's free, uh, you know. Have it on both, you know. So people, if they want to whisper sync it, then. You know, not to be too much of a geek, depending on when I'm done with this book, I'll probably do a podcast series in it and hopefully have some people for each. We'll see. We'll see. That, that's, that's, that's serious stuff, and that's down the road. Right now we're talking about drugs and alcohol, sex, and, and general mayhem, man. And shit, this fucking morning is moving fast, dude. Um, it, it had, well, it was all that, it was all that, you know, free speech talk and the Tinder talk and, you know? and, uh, and the Greg Lock. Hey, hey, Norm McDonald. Uh, yes, let's talk about that. What the fuck? Norm Did you know he was sick. Oh, did you know he was? Uh, sick? He said he's been battling cancer. I guess for ten years. Well, look. I, let's just do this because I actually um, ran in sixty-one years old. I ran. There's people that don't know who Norm McDonald now. I guess was so Norm McDonald, Canadian stand-up. He was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, movie called Dirty Work with Artie Lang had a very dry delivery. Um, imitated Bob Dole, um, brilliant fucking comedian. Um, I, I, you know, I didn't know he was sick. I didn't know that was fucking shocking, man. You know what I mean? Leukemia. He had it, leukemia. Yeah, I, I had seen him the last time. What caught me, and I was telling my brother this yesterday uh, when I saw Dead at 61, uh, and I, I knew inside how old basically Norm MacDonald was because I watched him when he was uh, doing stand-up, when they would show clips when Comedy Central was nothing but, uh, you know, stand-up clips and loved his, his work before he was on SNL. And, uh, uh, but then it was the fact that he was only 61 because the last time I'd seen him on different shows or when he was on someone's podcast, he seemed old. He seemed like he might've been the 70. So I think the leukemia probably was really affecting his health because yeah. he, he looked old. He seemed old and, but he's only 61. And, uh, uh, it, I had completely forgotten about I the actually, series he had for three seasons. I didn't know he was that old. I thought I'm 56. I thought we were, I guess that's close enough, but I thought he was like exactly my age. Um, there's another guy, um, Artie Lang, who was on the Stern show, um, and did a, you know, did several movies like Elf and Bit Parts. There's a movie he did called Beer League. If you guys get a chance to watch that, I highly recommend it. It's really funny. Um, but you know, you know, Artie Lang has had his fucking problems, dude, with drug addiction and everything, it stabbing himself. And I know once the dust settles, there's going to be jokes. Artie Lang is still fucking alive. And all these, I mean, you know, it's it just, it, it's amazing. I've got a friend that has a form of leukemia. But in his case, it's when it, they monitor his blood. And when, when the blood work gets fucked up is when they'll do the treatment, which is a, a prescription pill that, that takes care of it. You know, that particular form that he has, you know, it's just a shame, but yeah, that popped up yesterday and I was like, holy shit. Y y you know, it's just, Hey, it's a reminder to all of us. Right. You know, it's fleeting the time here. It's very fleeting, you know? The the other weird thing, and I and I started to question. I had completely forgotten about 
Yet I do afterwards remember having watched Norm, his sitcom that yeah. he had uh, with Lori Metcalf, yeah. the sister from Roseanne uh, and everything. Uh, 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 Aunt Jackie, if you if you watch Roseanne, uh, Lori Metcalf and uh, Helford was the creator. Bruce Helford, I think, created that show. Uh, it was on for three seasons. I, I until then. I, I don't know that in the last 20 years I, since it's been off the air that I thought about it. Uh, I, I was completely shocked. It was, fuck, I watched that show. How did I not remember about, uh, that show? Right, right. Well, man, that is that is a trip, man. Norm MacDonald passed away at the age of 61. Yeah, Saturday Night Live weekend update, the Norm show, Norm MacDonald Live. Norm MacDonald has a show. Genres. Black comedy, deadpan, non sequitur, observational comedy, political satire, shaggy dog story. <laughs> Just wicked, wicked. And, and he's, uh, he, he recently on the highly acclaimed Mike Tyson's uh, murder mysteries or Mike Tyson's mysteries, the adult swim show. He, he was the smart aleck uh, delivering Norm McDonald, you know, humor pigeon on that show. Wow. Uh, yeah, so uh, since since we always end up bringing up Tyson on a lot of the episodes, uh, on a lot of these yeah, podcasts. I got to get up on Adult Swim. I didn't know Mike Tyson. I'm so out of it when it comes to pop culture, man. I am so out of it. Good God. So wow. go out. You don't need a subscription to anything. Uh, adult, we're going to give them a, we'll give them a plug right here. Adultswim.com. Almost everything that isn't the current season They've got all the seasons and everything you can stream online. Uh, adultswim.com. Uh, check out uh, uh, Mike Tyson's Mysteries. Uh, Mike Tyson doing the voice of Mike Tyson. Uh, there's a ghost that goes with him, the talking pigeon, and some kid. You know, it's 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 uh, harking back to the Scooby-Doo era and everything along those lines, only much more adult premises. Uh, it's the kind of stuff you and I do. Right. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking of something. How long ago was Woodstock, Wes? Let me look this up. 52 years. Uh, I was born in 69. It was 50. Uh, okay, that's right. It was 69, right? Woodstock was like yeah. right the summer. 69. Woodstock was yeah. summer 69, uh, 52 years ago. Can you, I mean, it's just a trip. Um, you know, they, and, and it's, you know, I guess that was, you know, it was radical at the time. You, you know, they, they've had festivals ever since, but you know, there, there's, it's been interesting because they've been doing like a lot of, you can go on the internet and you can see like pictures of the, if you're old enough to remember Woodstock or, you know, I was only four, but I mean, I had the album, it, you know, but, um, you can see the pictures of these people after, you know, like the, some of the nude couples that were in the album. It's kind of a trip. You, you, you know what I mean? We all grow up. Getting back to Norm Macdonald, I mean, I just think that's, you know, that just, I mean, like I said, we're all going to, and it's never going to be a convenient time. I'm sure it wasn't for Norm, you know, 61 is really fucking young. And if he had it for 10 years, he's been dealing with this in one way, shape, or form for 10 years, you know? So Yeah, I I had no idea, but I have to say in the, in the fit the appearances he's made where you see him on talk shows on different things he uh and he was on uh he was on conan o'brien uh several years ago with uh with uh sandler and uh and spade and 
and there were a number of them there and they kept they kept referring to him as the old man and everything as he was there and i i literally thought he he looked like he was 70 and i i i knew norm wasn't that damn old but uh but he's just looked so old in the last 10 years but now i know why well the the other one i'm trying to see i see a couple yeah yeah um but I tell you what, the, another Artie Lang, and I know this is an obscure reference because unless you're a Howard Stern fan, most people don't know Artie Lang. And I haven't followed Stern in years, but Artie Lang's a guy that had like the bridge of his nose go out from doing too much coke. And it, he looks totally, it looks like somebody punched him in the face, at least last picture I saw. You, you know what I mean? So, wow. Yeah, I'm looking at this one picture of Norm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, you, you know, these kind of things, I've aged a lot since my injury. These things fucking do tolls on you. You, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I've got gray hair and lines on my face, and I look a lot older than I did fucking, you know, before this accident. That's just because of the nature of pain ages you and shit, you know? Fucking things ages. And But, God, I'm trying. Wow, that's a shit. All right, so look, man. Let's uh we've got we've got Saturday. We've got a big night planned for fucking Saturday. This was our hump day show. What else we got, Wes? I'm kind of running out of uh, you know, we've really shot a load. We really, we really uh hey guys, if you're just catching us uh on, we really, we really shot we had a big load we talked about on first out. Anyway, what else you got, Wes? <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Wes? I fuck I I didn't get up till I don't know. 30 45 minutes yeah. before the show yeah. i got high i had coffee i haven't even looked at any news and Let's and to be honest because i'm doing that basement thing i i i figure i won't look at anything until afterwards and all that no i'm just i'm looking forward to saturday and and hoping that the hoping the weather gets uh gets better and everything and uh and just kind of uh, uh watching the stuff hitting texas there's there's freaky weather, there's fires, there's, you know, there's the gambit of shit to go through. Oh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to continue with Nucky's story. I got to say, uh, personal, on a personal note, mm -hmm. the the sex scene, uh, Nucky, uh, you take control. The, uh, I, I, that, that kills me. It's, even when it's, when it's just, when it's just announced and I know it's Nucky. There's something about his his look, right? Yeah, his exactly. look there, that open mouth look, and, and that while he's, I'm gonna peg you, you dirty best. What I, I'm so <laughs> glad that YouTube has that feature where you could, could, could where you put this as inappropriate for kids, because I can see how that clown would be like, oh wow, you know what I mean? It, um, <laughs> and so you, you know, hey kids. But look, I, I, you know, there was homie, the clown, I, you know, the clown has been satired for probably since there's been clowns, there's been evil oh, clowns yeah. and funny clowns and stuff like that. All right. So look, we're going to be back tomorrow. I know we're stopping a little bit earlier, but Wes has got something going on and I've got people that are going to come here in a couple of minutes. So this is Will Dick from the Art of Flandering podcast. We will be back with a big show tomorrow at 9 a.m. Wes, any final thoughts for the kids? Happy hump day. Happy, happy hump day. Peace and love. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.